Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com. And now, here's Dr. Rutherford. Hi, Dr. Rutherford, and today's topic is Hashimoto's and when to medicate. And uh, so I'm not a medical doctor. I practice function, I'm practicing functional medicine, I practice functional neurology, chiropractor, and a few other things that you need to know about. <laughs> and I also take thyroid medication. So I think I can give you pretty good perspective from both sides as to when to take thyroid medication. In the, in the functional medicine flow, here's the classic flow to me. This is how I understand functional medicine, and uh, this is the protocol that works pretty good for me. First of all, you've been established as having Hashimoto's, you have positive antibodies, you go to the doctor, the doctor frequently gives you, um, today, they're really sticking the levothyroxine quite a bit, but other doctors might give you Synthroid or something like that. And then usually the patient feels good for a little while, not usually. Well, sometimes the patient feels good for a little while. They get, they get a boost in energy. Maybe their hair stops falling out. Maybe their weight stops uh, going away, uh, or, or maybe their weight starts going away and their energy gets better. But we usually, we call that the hormone honeymoon. Usually what happens is after a short period of time, that person will then start reverting back to having all their Hashimoto symptoms. The reason is because Hashimoto's tissue has been damaged so the thyroid tissue has been damaged by the immune attack. And so it wasn't making that much thyroid hormone. And the, the, the uh, levothyroxine, which is T4, kind of gets in there. If you're able to convert your T4 to T3, you feel a lot better. And, and that's kind of how it goes when you go to the, to the uh, to the medical doctor, to your PCP, to your endocrinologist. So our approach is quite a bit different. The approach with Hashimoto's is dampen the immune response first. Hashimoto's is first and foremost an autoimmune problem. And so it just seems to make a lot of sense to take care of dampening the immune response first. So we do all of those things. We find food sensitivities, you do the leaky gut, you do whatever it is you find in that person. If the first is in a chronic stress response, they have parasites, they have viral infections, whatever it is that's creating inflammatory responses that are damaging their thyroid. Nutrient deficiencies, toxicities, all of these things. And then as that gets better, usually you will see symptoms uh, disappearing. And usually they are the hyper symptoms that go away first. Heart palpitations for no reason at all, insomnia, night sweats, um, inward tremors, uh, those types of things. And then, because that is damp because you're dampening the immune inflammation, that starts the thyroid to be able to heal, okay? That, maybe that's not the best way of putting it. When you dampen the immune inflammation, it stops the attack on the thyroid and it stops damage to the tissue. If the thyroid is not damaged too much, then you, uh, you may be able to address the protocol with any of a handful of herbs and botanicals that either promote 
you um, making thyroid hormone without having to take it or promotes you to be able to convert thyroid hormone that your thyroid is now being able to make because it's not attacked, but it's not getting converted into active hormone in a lot of other different places. So the second line to me is you would try a, um, you would try natural support after you took all of the steps to dampen all of the other things that would uh, create the immune inflammation that's causing you to have that thyroid symptoms. And then, and then the last thing would be the medication. And the nice thing about that is if you follow this protocol, and, and, and my, my observation has, has also been if a person is taking thyroid medication already, and they've been taking 50 mic micrograms or less for two years or less, there's a good chance that they might even be able to come off of that, off of that thyroid hormone on their own with the, uh, with the cooperation of their doctor <laughs> because it may be that they don't have enough damage to their thyroid yet. Uh, and so that once you've removed all of the antigens, all the, uh, all the inflammatory attacks, and once you've gotten to that point and you give that person the, the, the seleniums and all the things that you read about that can help the Googles and all, all that type of stuff, then the thyroid can start working again. Now, if, the if you do all that and the thyroid doesn't start working again, the nice part is with all of that out of the way, your lab numbers become much more uh, usable. And so now your doctor can look at, at your remaining symptoms and say, okay, you still have hypothyroid symptoms, your TSH is a little high, let's try dosing you with a little bit of levothyroxine and all of a sudden, boom, you feel better. And, and now you have utilized all aspects that are known to be able to be recruited to help your thyroid to be perfect. I had a patient the other day who um, was adamant she does not want thyroid uh, medication. <clears throat> and I get that, I understand that. But here's the deal about thyroid medication. Yes, if, if they give you too much thyroid medication and it's causing you to have heart palpitations and shaking and having, causing you to have headaches, obviously that's not good. If that person does not give you enough thyroid medication and you're fatigued and you're depressed and, and you're putting on weight and, and, and you're swollen, obviously that's not good. But somewhere in between the two of those is the right dosage of thyroid medication. And I would argue that you cannot make that right dosage until you have taken care of all of the other physiological aspects of the case and tried to do herbs and botanicals and gotten that gland to as close to normal as functioning as maximally as possible, have it at a baseline now to where the doctor can actually use their numbers to dose you. And if you're taking levothyroxine like I am, and it's the right dose, like mine is. You think better, you're not putting on weight, your hair's not falling out, your gut is okay, you're not having constipation. And so the side effect, and I don't know that you can say this for too many drugs, the side effect of a properly dosed thyroid medication layered on top, of, for Hashimoto's layered on top of a protocol that has dampened all of the inflammation already produces, the side effect that produces is not a side effect, the side effect that produces is your metabolism runs properly. And so that is to me when 
when you would when you would do the medication. Now, having said this, if a person is having tremendous uh, uh, symptoms and they take a thyroid medication and a lot of the symptoms go away and they come into my office, I, I don't suggest that they go and talk to their doctor about getting off their thyroid medication. Usually I have that person stay on the thyroid medication, especially if it's over 50 micrograms uh, for more than two years because they're probably going to need it and then we work that same protocol. And then at the point where we get to the point where we've done everything we can do, again, it becomes more clear to their doctor how they can now modulate their medication so that they can get those symptoms correct. So the, that would be my protocol. That would be my understanding as to when uh, is the correct time to introduce medication into a Hashimoto's patient. All right, hope that's helpful. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.